brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute radio. Hello, and thank you for downloading the podcast. This one is for you dog lovers out there. God, I'm off. <laughs> My goodness, there's a lot of woof-woof action on this podcast. Yeah. And, it's, and it's lovely to have it, I'm not going to lie. Uh, aside from that, well, we celebrated National Baked Scallop Day. This is because our boss thinks we don't celebrate these ridiculous national mm. days enough. So what we try and do is a tenuous uh, six links, uh, six degrees of separation to a topic that we actually want to tackle on the show, which today was your hurried emergency cleanups. That's mm. how we celebrate. Yeah. National Baked Scallop Day. You're going to hear some wonderful stories from not only the team, but of course from the dear listeners out there. We didn't have time for this one, no. but it needs to be shared. It's good. It's the dog scallops this one. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a last minute entry for the name of the podcast there, Matt Dyson. During the bonus material, <laughs> twisting my before. melon, man. <laughs> My clean freak sister called me and gave me a 10-minute warning that she's popping round. I took one look across the lounge and decided the best bet, the only thing I could do, Dave, was to pretend I'd locked myself out (laughs) when putting out a bin bag and go sit in my car and pretend I'm waiting for a locksmith. Wow. Only she decided she would sit with me and wait. I had to come clean. I still get greed to this day from David. No, that's so bad. Uh, As we say, plenty of tales have been told on this podcast. Thank you once again for downloading it. Enjoy. Prepare yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where I'm keen to know the first thing that popped into your mind. And first out of the traps this morning is Stephen Redding, who questions, which was the better dog, Lassie or the littlest hobo? Now, Matt Dyson was privy to this text message, where just moments ago he launched into a scathing attack on Lassie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never seen anything I like mean, it. Littlest hobo wins every time for me. Uh, Paws down. Yeah, Lassie was all black and white, rubbish theme tune. Littlest hobo, much better theme tune and in colour. And Lassie had to be told to do everything. The littlest hobo just did what he wanted to do. Am I wrong in... his own guy. Am I misremembering that Lassie was from Privilege, wasn't she? Was uh, she a really? privileged dog really? living in a big kind of I'm house? I'm not familiar with her And then the littlest hobo was, like, scrapping, <laughs> right, scrapping yeah, yeah, away. Yeah, that's it. Doing good for just wanting to and do good reasons. On, just moving on every time. Just keeps on moving on. Uh, it is fortunate dogs haven't found out they're full of bones, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it is. One thing. Um, Emma Jones, uh, let's cross to you now. Lassie or Littlest Hobo? I don't or know. What, no idea. I don't, I don't know, know, what, you're I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, no, okay. I, don't, I know Lassie. I don't know what the Littlest Hobo looks like. What kind of dog was he? Here we go. A little Alsatian as well. A nice, cute little. Oh, yeah, no, Lassie for me, I think. Really? Lassie wins. Glenn? Yeah, yeah Lassie. Littlest Hobo looks gross. Littlest Hobo really looks gross. What he just does is, just looks what, like just he's a hobo. Is that why you no, don't no, like no, him? no, no, no? He just looks just like a just a just a dog. Standard look, dog. Just a dog. He doesn't look like a famous actor. Dog. Lassie was just a fake. But that's absolute it. Charlatan. I mean, there's a there's a there's a, a school of philosophy that if you're doing a good deed because you believe some good will come to you from doing it, then it is not a good deed. Whereas I think that Lassie did these good deeds because she wanted to kind of lord it up on the on the land that her, her owners had. 
Whereas I think the littlest hobo did good deeds just because he happened to roll yeah. into a new town where a little child needed some yeah. help. He was a dog of the people. Yeah, but yeah. why does trouble always follow the littlest hobo around? <laughs> well, it did. You're right. That's true. true. It's true. It's but like I mean, midsummer both... murders. Yeah. <laughs> the littlest hobo went into midsummer. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> Mind blown. That'd be a great show, wouldn't it? Uh, so there we go, Stephen Redding. We hope that's answered your question. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Based on the theory that they bring everything back nowadays. Quote, unquote. Matt yeah. spent that last song deliberating why they haven't brought all of the dogs back, like Lassie and Littlest Hobo and... Yeah, bring them all back. Big reboot. Get Skippy them all together. the kangaroo and all them Get guys. Get them all together, yeah. Rin Tin Tin. But we can't remember which one's Marvel, which one's DC. Ah, uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> one of them's got a little bit of humour to it, the other one's too dark. Yeah. You know what's going on. Yeah. Um, well, they have done that, Matt. They have, I've, I've written, I've written down mean? the name of a very popular television programme in, in all of our lives... Yes. ...that brings all the dogs together brings to all the solve dogs. crime. To the yard, yeah. Who? Paw Patrol, really? <laughs> That's Paw Patrol, surely. Well, I suppose it is. I've never really watched it. My kids aren't into Paw Patrol. Oh, really? I've never got into it. All oh, right, Alice and Penny are all about the Paw so Patrol. What happens on that then? Well, it's just a load of dogs solving crimes. Right, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I it's animated. The, I want the celebrity dogs. I want the big dogs from the past to be coming back to get a new. You know, Beethoven with exactly Beethoven. Throw yeah. him in with the technology. Hooch. Yes, K nine. K nine from Doctor Who. He's not really a dog, but it would probably work. <laughs> and with the modern technology... A little bit of comic relief. <laughs> with the modern technology, imagine what they could do with the... There was that good... Look at the film that looked quite good from the perspective of a dog that came out a few years ago, which I quite like the look of it. What was it called? Do you remember I have that no one? idea. <laughs> it, was about, it was about a dog and John his owner. John Wick. No, it was about a dog and his owner. And the dog... <laughs> Please stop killing everyone. <laughs> oh, Secret Life of Pets. I like not it. Not Secret Life of Pets, no. It was, I, I watched it, Beverly Hills Chihuahua the other day with my niece. <laughs> it wasn't that one, was it? <laughs> No, it's that was like, an atrocious piece of filmmaking. What? No, I'm not making up the dog film. The dog film looks amazing. Matt's had a dream, everyone. Dog's purpose. A dog's purpose. Yeah, that was it. It looks really good. I, want, I haven't watched it, but it does look quite good. Okay. But imagine with the technology now, what they could do with all these dogs, these celebrity dogs. Like a kind of, you mean like an animatronic? Not Almost like what they're doing yeah, with like, like Dumbo, you mean? Yeah, yeah, they could, the Jungle yeah, Book. Yes, yes. Like a Real live life. animation, yeah. Lassie and... Yeah, but have a big premiere at Crufts. It'll be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, keeping it on the animal theme, uh, the first thought of Susie was, how much would I pay for a peacock? Any ideas? <laughs> uh, and what? Susie then adds, uh, please ask listeners. <laughs> please ask listeners. <laughs> um, peacocks for sale, anyone? £220, basically. Yeah. Um, you can get a pre-loved peacock for £220, Susie. My friend, the bishop, she owns peacocks. and Does she? Um, Yeah, you can't get near them. As soon as you try and get near a peacock, it just runs away. Wow. It, it, it's a very one-way relationship <laughs> with a peacock. Pre-loved yeah. pe- But who's... Bought a peacock and thought I can't handle this and put it back up wow. for sale again. We, we just we, we looked straight into it for Susie and this site only deals in pre-love. Like <laughs> pre-love. Sof- sofa beds, peacocks. It's got oh, it you all. can get one for forty pound on at the moment. There's a sale on at the moment. Indian blue, forty pounds. Also, a white peahen, £100 approximately, saying so, yeah. I feel like I'm at an auction. If you, yeah, shop, <laughs> if you shop around, you can get a bargain. Uh, but, you know, look, a peacock is a big responsibility, Susie, so if you are thinking of getting one, yeah. make sure you've oh. got all the facilities in place and make sure you ask the right people the right you questions. Lot of, lot of <laughs> not, not me and the listeners. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. doesn't matter how highbrow or funny or informative you attempt to be. During every radio DJ's career at one point, he'll realise or she'll realise that you're just talking about who's the best dog. (laughs) (laughs) 
And that's exactly what we found ourselves doing now. So good on you. Um, Diefenbaker, Dief for short, was the dog in due south. I love oh. that dog, says Dave in Peyton. Right, that was yeah. the Mountie investigating crime, yeah. like Jack D. Let's get him on the show, on the big <laughs> comeback. Uh, there is only one great dog, Dave, Scooby-Doo. That's uh, from Rob in yes, Villa, Ricky. Thank you, Rob. Um, I think we're missing the quintessential good deed dog here, Bouncer from Neighbours. Ah, uh, yes. He even used the telephone once. Um, now we've got this. <laughs> we've got, it's true. There was a whole episode, episode 1,254 of Neighbours was all one Bouncer's dream. It was amazing. Bounce what? a dream, it's the a whole groundbreaking episode. episode. Was there a writer's strike or something? I, I have no idea. But from <laughs> the book happened? Neighbours, the first ten years, uh, I'm quoting here. Oh yeah. Bouncer was a hero. He even answered the phone and barked to Joe when Baby Sky was he in trouble, the phone. <laughs> and often had major storylines of his own, like the time he was run over and nearly died. But most importantly, he was a loyal and loved friend. Yeah. He was a good deed dog, wasn't he? Yeah. He'd, his dream episode was really oh, quite was surreal. Amazing. He's clearly been on the Scooby Snacks. Yeah. <laughs> can, you, can you imagine the person that went into the meeting and pitched that, right, we're going to go inside Bouncer's head and he's going to have to just fall asleep and then we'll just see his dream. <laughs> what Isn't a great it? last day on the job. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're in these kind of writing meetings often, Glenn. Can you imagine just sitting down at the head of the table, I imagine, just going, one word, Bouncer. <laughs> <laughs> well, not doing enough with Bouncer. A Dog's Purpose, Matt Dyson, is possibly oh. the worst film I've oh. ever seen. Stuart's <laughs> tweeted oh, us wow. that. I hear it from a lot of dog lovers say it's excellent. They love it. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. A little piece of breaking news in Neighbours episode 1254 entitled Bouncer's Dream. We've just been watching some of it on YouTube. Bouncer gets married yeah. to a charming sheepdog. <laughs> And they're in a kennel and it says, home sweet home, not bone sweet bone, which is oh, clearly what it should have said. Yeah. I'm already better than the entire writing staff <laughs> of Neighbours, <laughs> which, producer Mark reminded me, was shown twice a day yeah, during the was, Bouncer's yeah. Dreams days. It was on once at like lunchtime, then on again at like 5pm. Yeah, 5.35. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Now... Regular listeners will know that we've been, to quote my, one of my favourite shows, American Pickers, we've been doing the dance <laughs> with blockbuster video Bend, which is based in Oregon. Yeah. And during the dance, us contacting them, saying, can I please become a member? Them going, sure, of course you can, Dave. Us asking you which film we should rent first, which is Point Break. Them saying, yes, we've got that. After all of that happening. Mm. Well, the only other blockbuster video in the world, in Perth, Australia closed down. Listener Ian contacted the show and said, it has shut, which means the blockbuster video in Bend, Oregon that you've been doing the dance with, Dave, they weren't his exact words, <laughs> is the last blockbuster video on Earth. So we called them and made them an offer. They couldn't refuse. Blockbuster, this is Sandy. Can I help you? Sandy, it's your good friend Dave from the UK calling. Oh, hi, Dave. How are you? I'm very good. How are you? I'm doing great. A little busy over here. Sandy, the listeners have spoken and they want me to rent Point Break, the Keanu Reeves, Patrick Swayze, Red Hot Chili Peppers classic from 1991. Do you have it in stock? Let me just type it in and make sure we have it on the floor. Yep, it looks like we do. We have some copies of it. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Um, please consider that my first rental. Is that okay? And that's fine. We thought instead of sending us the DVD, we would love to invite you for a holiday here to London in the UK, bring the DVD in person and have a great time and hang out with us. We'd love to get to meet you. How are you fixed for next week, Sandy? Oh, my gosh, that would be such a wonderful trip. But it's a payroll week. 
<laughs> well, I've got to buy movies on Tuesday. So, <laughs> you know, as much as I love all the media coverage and it's so exciting, I still have a job to do. Uh, is there anyone else? Because we want to fly someone over. You know what? I think I do have someone. I think my assistant manager, Ryan, has a passport. Um, in fact, I know he does because he's also my son. Is Ryan there? He is. He's actually helping a customer. Let me get him for Thanks, you. Thanks, Sandy. It's exciting, isn't it? Hey, Dave, this is Ryan. How can I help you? So, Ryan, thanks to our dear friends at Wix, we would love to fly you over to the UK clutching the aforementioned copy of Point Break, the 1991 original. Ryan, would you like to come to London? Absolutely. I mean, who wouldn't? Marvellous. This is great news. Ryan and Sandy, everybody, the stars of the last blockbuster video on planet Earth. They're coming to the UK. Thanks to Wix. It's going to be an incredible screening. Ryan, have a lovely day. Appreciate it so much. Thank you. You too. So there we go. It's been a lovely thing to be involved with. I'm coming up just after eight o'clock this morning on the show. The screening's all going ahead. Ryan's on his way. We've got point break. We've got our listeners coming. But we're going to make the screening by Royal Appointment. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. You remind everybody that you've reached out to the last blockbuster video on planet Earth that happens to reside some 3,000 miles away in a small town called Bend, nestled into the mountains of Oregon. You say that you're flying one of the staff members over, clutching a copy of a DVD that we have a multi-region player for. Um, copy of a DVD that you selected the film you wanted to watch. It was Point Break. You say that you've rented one of the greatest screening rooms in all of movie history here in London. You invite everybody down and the staff of Blockbuster Video in Bend, Oregon to come together for one great sc- screening. And yet all you want to talk about is your favourite dog. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Redding started the ball rolling with his first thought at 6am, which was, which was the better dog, Lassie or the littlest hobo? Right. Well, the debate has raged. And thank you for getting in touch. We really do love this. Lee from Cardiff says Marley from Marley and Me. Oh, of course. Yeah. I haven't seen Marley oh, and Me, but it's apparently so it's a real... Yeah, I'm up for a bit Fear of a weepy yeah. soon. Mm. I, can, I can feel the need for one. Um, Eddie from Frasier, best dog ever, says Neil. I'd agree mm-hmm. with that. That's a good dog. That is Strong a good dog. dog. Who's a good dog? Who's a good dog? Um, in the top trump of dogs, I'll have to go with Wellard, says oh, Che from Elton. How can yes. we forget Wellard? Wellard, a faithful dog. Mm. Uh, Rob from Colchester, no-brainer. Freeway, out of heart to heart. <laughs> Never did anything worthwhile. I think heart to heart was the Fake married couple. That in the 80s, yeah. Yeah, they had the convertible yeah. cars and they had, um, when they got together, it was murder. yeah. That's, yeah. I think, the key line. <laughs> um, can't believe you forgot about Snortbiz. Uh, cheers from Gary. Snort so, Gary, bits. we had to come straight to Matt Dyson for this one. Oh, I love Snortbiz. Us millennials are well in the oh, car, weren't yeah, we, guys, yeah, eh? Right. I have no idea what you're talking yeah, exactly about. Snortbiz right. was cool. an amazing, what? a massive St Bernard who had one of those things with a, a bit of booze around his neck that would help waters, uh, walkers, sorry, if they were stranded on a mountainside. Not that that ever happened much because he was just with Bernie Winters the whole time. Bernie Winters and Schnorbitz, legends of 80s light entertainment. Okay, so... Uh, also, other ones we've forgotten. Bob yeah. Carroll, G's and Spit. Let's not forget them. And uh, the kid slash dog from Woof. Uh, right, let me <laughs> let me just quickly take off my millennial hat and put back on, put back on Your my... Your real age hat. I'm yeah. putting my real age okay. hat on. <gasps> Woof was amazing! <laughs> <laughs> um, just for you guys in the second studio, Woof was kind of like the British teen wolf. So it had absolutely no Hollywood glamour. <laughs> oh, a great. boy would turn into a border collie and investigate the fact that, you know, a rubber had been stolen from the local yeah. post office. It was, he would it was thrilling. And he was called Woof. It yeah. was called Woof. The show was called Woof. He would sneeze, wouldn't he? He'd get an itchy nose. He'd get itchy 
and his and nose would start to waggle. Sneeze, and that's it. He turned into a dog. Little nod to Superman. <laughs> he'd go into like a phone booth or yeah, something. Yeah, go around the, behind the bush. And then and he'd like start running around, and there'd be like a magical <laughs> sound amazing. effect, and he'd be a dog, and he'd go and investigate <laughs> wow. crime. Sounds great. That's a great. With a famous catchphrase, is it a dog? Is it a dog? It no, is, it's worth. Well, it's worth. Oh. <laughs> um, let me take off my actual age hat, put my millennial hat back okay. on. Shut up, Matt! <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Once again, the bony finger of show content judgment has pointed our way. The powers that be still under the impression we're not doing enough to celebrate national days. So here we go again. It's National Baked Scallop Day today, everyone. Is it? How <laughs> new? Yes, uh, happy uh, National Baked Scallop Day. Of course, another food that can be baked are beans. Mm. Heinz baked beans have the slogan, beans means Heinz. Actually, beans just means beans, and Heinz means Henry. A famous Henry we all know and love is Henry the Hoover. Yeah. So on this National Baked Scallop Day, we're asking... Tell us about your hurried emergency cleanups. <laughs> right. Yeah. Point away, bony finger. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's a Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. Where we're celebrating National Baked Scallop Day, the only way we know how. <laughs> By asking you to tell us about your hurried emergency cleanups, hiding things, laziness, the reasons as to why. This is because, of course, National Baked Scallop Day, another food that can be baked to beans. Heinz baked beans have the slogan, beans means Heinz. Actually, beans just means beans, and Heinz actually means Henry. A famous Henry we all know and love is Henry the Hoover. Works, makes there sense, doesn't go. it? There we go. It yeah. works. Um, I once, and I'm not proud of this fact, and you know I'm, I'm, a, quite, I'm a tidy person. Yeah. I like, I'm always constantly tidy in the studio mm. and putting things in order. I love that. But when I lived on my own in my first pad, yeah. shall I say lad pad? Lad no. Pad. Uh, so I was in my first man home. Cave. In, I was in my first ever man cave. And I'd had a party for one, which is effectively me watching back-to-back episodes of Family Guy. And I used to have, a, I didn't, instead of a dining table, because... You know, which young buck needs a dining table? <laughs> right, yeah. I had a coffee table, which was in front of the TV, and I'd sit on the sofa, and I ordered a full Indian banquet in. Oh, there yeah. were cans of beer, there was wine, there was family guy. It was glorious. And There's no food. I know, there was an Indian <laughs> yeah. banquet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I left all the lids on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, the next day, my friends were coming over to watch a game of football. Mm. And I woke up, and I went in, and I looked at the coffee table, and it was just littered, the debris. It looked like I'd had a big house party. It was only me on my own. Yeah. And I just looked at it, and I thought, hmm... So I gathered up all four corners of the tablecloth and threw the whole thing away. Oh, nice. Yeah. Laziness. Pure laziness. <laughs> Living the lad, lad <laughs> lifestyle. I know. To the and max. I love that tablecloth. It was from Habitat as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was just pure laziness. What about you, Matt? Tell uh, us about I'm your uh, emergency tidies. Constantly doing them. I'm never, whenever we have people coming round, we're always doing an emergency tidy. I'd love to be one of those people that are just ready at any moment. The house is always ready. Yeah. But I've been known in the past to, uh, when there's loads, well, before I had a dishwasher, when there was loads of uh, pots and stuff yeah. and plates in the sink, we did 
didn't have time to clean them, I've been known to... It's a good little tip, actually, a little life hack for you. Go on. Uh, put them in the oven. <laughs> put all the dirty stuff in the oven and then hiding it from sight for whoever comes round. And then when they've gone, get it back out, clean it up. So quite literally oh. sweeping it under the carpet. Yes, that's exactly. Your, that's yeah, what yeah, you're yeah. doing. Just got to make sure you don't turn the oven on later and on. Forget they're and there. forget they're there, because then you've got a horrible smell going on. I did this at uni because I was really ashamed and of, of my, how messy my room was. And I remember a, a, one day just this horrible smell in my room and not working out what it was. And I opened God. my drawer and it was... What had been months previously a bowl of cocoa pops, oh. <laughs> and it had turned into a cake. <laughs> Why are you so secretive? No one look at Glenn's cocoa pops. <laughs> yeah. But I just—I'm really glad no one saw me sort of open the drawer because it'd be sort of like I'll just get the staple. No, don't, don't look in there. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. On this your National Bake Scallop Day, we're asking about those hurried emergency cleanups. Joining us right now, kindred spirit to you, Matt Dyson. Oh, yeah. We have Debbie in Derby. Good morning to you, Debbie. Good morning. Good morning, Dave. How are you doing? I'm all right, thank you very much. How are you? Very well. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us. So tell everybody what you have in common with Matt. Tell us about your hurried emergency cleanup. So, yeah, the, the, oven, the oven hack. Um, I had a gas man due to come and do my annual service. The landlord had sent him. Um, forgot to do my pot, so as a quick tidy, I thought I'll hide them hide them in the oven, they'll be safe there. Might Electric move. oven, yeah. no worries. Didn't so, quite pan out, though. <laughs> OK, so the, the gas man arrived. Gas man arrived, not a totally unattractive gas man either, no. I must add. <laughs> so hang on a second, let me stop you right there, Debbie. <laughs> a very attractive gas man. Nice. Very attractive gas man who does still come now, so I really hope he's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> no. So the very attractive gas man has walked into your house. Your dirty yeah. pots are in your electric oven. They are. How are you feeling? All, all is good. I'm feeling confident. Yeah. I've got all the bases covered. Nice. Is on. <laughs> <laughs> so I make him a cup of tea, leave him to it, go back into the living room. Um, he's doing the usual, checking the rings on the hob. Next thing I hear, the oven door open. <gasps> oh. Oh, oh, no. There's a very attractive <laughs> gas man peeking into your oven. <laughs> peeking into my oven. <laughs> so I ask him, what, what, are, you, are you opening my oven door? Opening <laughs> 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 my oven door? <laughs> you opening my oven door? He says, oh, yeah, I'm just going to pull the, the integrated oven out. Oh, and check the gas oh, pipe behind Because no. I've not been before. Oh. So I obviously then had to fess up that, and apologise for my dirty dishes. Debbie in Derby apologising for her dirty dishes to a very attractive gas man. That's why we love this show. Lovely. Happy, um, happy National Bake Scallop Day. <laughs> <laughs> it's great that he was thorough, though, Debbie, right? Yeah, absolutely. He's never checked in there again. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Debbie, what a charm having you on the show. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. Thank you, Andrew. Cheers, Debbie. Bye now. Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. On your National Bake Scallop Day, so we're asking you to tell us about your hurried emergency cleanups. And in the interest of fairness, I got the ball rolling about half an hour ago by saying I once, after a party for one, just gathered up all four corners of the tablecloth on my coffee table from the night before and just put it all in the bin. I am ashamed of this. You know, mm. it was a different time. Laura in Northern Ireland's got in touch saying, Dave, who puts a tablecloth 
on a coffee table. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a very good point. Even though this was ten years ago, it's taken a decade for me. Now I've seen that written down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a very good that, point, Laura. That's what all lads did in the 90s. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, get some lads back, get some beers, and put a tablecloth down <laughs> on a coffee table. <laughs> oh, that day Barry is such a player. <laughs> <laughs> he's tablecloth. I think the I think the psychology behind it, Laura, because it is a good question, uh, is I think it was about putting down like a glass like a wine glass onto a glass coffee table. Oh, yeah. It was a glass coffee table. Right. I felt that I needed a barrier. Okay. But you're yeah. right to question it, Laura. <laughs> um, Emma Jones, let me bring you in here. You strike me as someone in their life who's never had to do an emergency clean-up because I imagine yeah, your house is like... Not. like It's like viewing up for sale ready, constantly. <laughs> like a show home. Yeah. I, I am Unless al- Stefan's home, of course. Well, in which yeah. case. Yeah. Exactly. I'm always going around <laughs> after him, just cleaning up the mess that he's left behind. I had a terrible one a couple of weeks ago. I was um, went on a night out and I was sick when I got home. Alcohol induced. <laughs> Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm taking it there. Responsibly, kids. And in my in my state, I was sick in the sink instead of in the toilet. Um, and then the next and day, just to clarify, this is 7:30 a.m. <laughs> Sorry if you're eating your breakfast. Wow. Uh, the next day, I had to get up and drive to the Cotswolds very early for um, a birthday lunch, so I couldn't do anything about it at the time. And then I got home on Sunday and realised that um, Stefan was having some people round for dinner. And so I hurriedly had to try and unblock my sink. Oh. My favourite thing is he spent he spent two days just with that sink. Ah, no, no, he, I, he was away as well. <laughs> right. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. But um, yeah, and I've just admitted that on national radio. You have, and you know what's wow. the worst thing about it is it's now time for you to talk about Brexit. <laughs> Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast, Absolute Radio. Yes, Matt Dyson. Good to firm. You don't want to know why I just asked him. It's all a bit carry on this morning, hasn't it? We're talking about horse racing tracks, of course. I think the music is doing that. Of course. The Cheltenham Festival kicks off today and Paddy Power are giving you the chance to win £2,000 every single day right here on The Breakfast Show. And if that wasn't enough, they're also giving you your money back as a free bet on the first day if your horse finishes second, third or fourth. And their offer lasts all day long. Now, for your chance to win £2,000, we're going to take two callers onto the show. They're going to go head-to-head. I want to give each of you three horses who may or may not be running at Cheltenham this week. So, are those horses' names I give you a yay or a nay? Are they true or horse? Hoof or false? (laughs) (laughs) Let me give you an example. Matt Dyson, is Splash of Ginge running at Cheltenham this week. <laughs> is a splash of ginge a yay or a nay? Mm, I think it might be a yay. You're going to say a yay? Yeah. Emma? I think nay. Glenn? Yay. It is a yay. Oh. Yes, yay. splash of ginge is running at ten past two on Thursday. Oh, good get on splash uh, of ginge. So if you... <laughs> very breakfast show podcast. Absolute radio. Ah, yes. The GGs. Every single day on The Breakfast Show this week, you could win £2,000, all thanks to Paddy Power, who are giving you your money back as a free bet if your horse finishes second, third or fourth all day long today at the Cheltenham Festival. On the line right now, we have two callers ready to go head-to-head in a game of yay or nay. And on line one, we have Stephen in Leicester. Good morning to you, Stephen. Morning. How you doing, my friend? Not too bad yourself. Very well. Lovely having you on the yeah. show. Online two in Salford, we have Lynn. Good morning, Lynn. 
Morning. How you doing? I'm all right, thank you. Marvellous. Lynn, Stephen, Stephen, Lynn. Hello. Hi, Stephen. <laughs> OK, all you have to do is tell me if this is a real horse or not running at Cheltenham. And, Stephen, uh, you were selected at random first, so you are going first. Are you ready for your three? Yep. Yay or nay? Man, I love the cake. Nay. Correct. Wicked Willy. Yay. It is yay. Ten past two on Thursday, Stephen. And finally, presenting Percy. Yay or nay? Yay. It is yay. Whoa. Ten to three on Friday. Strong. Very good work. And that means, Lynn, you are up. Are you ready? Yes. Yeah. Yay or nay? Monsieur Lecoq. Yay. Yay! <laughs> Ten past two on Friday. The baby-toothed assassin, yay or nay? Nay. <laughs> Who's that in the background? Ah, <laughs> taking a while. Charles Ingram. <laughs> oh, nay! <laughs> it is nay, congratulations. Uh. OK, finally, yay or nay, nighty-nighty, sweetie princey. Come on. Um, nay. It is nay. Congratulations. Well done to you, Lynn. You've won £2,000. Congratulations. <laughs> Who's that in the background? My brother. Your brother. Oh, say hello to him for us and well done. You've won two grand. Oh, brilliant. Thank you. That is absolutely our pleasure, Stephen. Lovely having you play along. Search out Paddy Power News for all the latest on Cheltenham, plus tips from Ruby Walsh, Mark Chap Matt Chapman, shall I say, and lots more. Plus, of course, remember to gamble responsibly. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Just been brought to my attention that I declared the winner without mentioning there was a tie-break question. <laughs> Need to do that, don't I? Yeah. <laughs> Lynn won. We asked both Lynn and Stephen off air how many afternoon teas were served during the Cheltenham Festival in 2015. Stephen said five million. That's a lot of tea. That is a lot of tea. Lynn said six thousand. The answer was forty-five thousand. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. Lovely having you on board. We're now, as promised, we turn our attentions to what's been an incredible story. Uh, basically, the block. Buster video, the last remaining one on earth, is in Bend in Oregon and we became friends with the staff that worked there because I was desperate to join a blockbuster. Little did we know it was shortly to become the last one on earth, mm. which is very sad, but it's nice that we've reached out to them. So much so, we're flying assistant manager Ryan over to the UK with a copy of the 1991 classic Point Break and we're doing a screening and we would love because this is a one hit, this is a one take thing you only get to do this once. Mm. We'd like it to be a screening by Royal Appointment. And to help us with that, we have Carol on line one. Good morning to you, Carol. Good morning, Dave. Morning, team. Uh, lovely having you back on the show. So, Carol, tell us all about, your, once again, remind us of your connection to the royal family <laughs> and what happened in your local branch of Blockbuster Video some years ago. Yes, so the local branch is Sunningdale, um, which was also the local branch for Prince Andrew and Sarah Ferguson. So every Friday night, um, Fergie would come in with the girls, um, Eugenia Beatrice, and they'd get loads and loads of videos for the weekend. One Friday evening, they were hunting high and low for a particular video. They couldn't, the last uh, copy of it, they couldn't find it, and they realised that someone in the queue had it. 
uh, and that was me. So the manager came over and said, you know, please would madam give mom this, you know, copy of the video. Um, and I said, no. <laughs> madam and mom, unbelievable. <laughs> Because <laughs> um, by then, I think I was determined never to give it up, actually. Yeah. But, um, and she, so Fer, Fergie came over and said, you know, it, it's something that they really dearly wanted to watch over the weekend. Well, and, we all want to watch and, it, so Fergie. We, Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's a popular so we video. A but no, I'm, I'm afraid to say that um, she left without the video, yes. and, and, and I did um, take it for the weekend. But no, it, it was quite funny. <laughs> You've had a lot of support, to be fair. Oh, Carol, yes. so many texts <laughs> came in supporting you. It's, it's, and it was, of course, Groundhog Day as well, wasn't it? The Bill Murray, Andy McDowell classic. Yeah. Brilliant um, movie. Um, and no one, by the way, Matt Dyson, has said mm. that's a very in-demand video out loud for 20 years. I'll <laughs> 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 nice hear those words said again. Um, so as you, uh, you know, to, to paraphrase Danny Dyer, as you've had a chair up with Fergie, we thought if you came to our screening, that would technically make it a royal screening. Yeah. A screening by royal appointment. I suppose so. Carol, will you please be our connection to the royal family and come to the screening of 1991 Classic Point Break brought to us by the assistant manager of Blockbuster Video in Bend, Oregon? Yes, please. I'd love to. Oh, yes. that's great news. Thank you very much indeed, Carol. Lovely having you back on the show. We'll see you next week. Okay, brilliant. Thanks Cheers, Carol. Much. Take care. Take care. Bye. Bye. Um, and that's, you know, Carol can't be the only person out there with a connection to the royal family, uh, however splintered. We'd love to hear from you. We'd like to ramp up the royalness of our screening. Have you met one? Have you seen one? Have you bumped into Harry in a nightclub? He's always yeah. in those nightclubs, isn't he? he? Is, or he, he used to be. Sorry, that was <laughs> in the old days, of course. I met Prince Philip once. Oh, did you? Yes. Oh, yeah. He said one thing to me. Yeah? Oh, he... God. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Find out what that was oh. next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. He said, be a love and drive. No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Prince Philip said to me, they let you on TV without shaving? <laughs> oh, did they? Yeah. Yes. Oh, Prince wow. Philip, very concerned about my manscaping. <laughs> Dave, I gave Prince Harry his ball back once in Canada. From a fellow Dave now in South Wales. Oh. That's a good royal connection, isn't it? He gave him his ball back. Yeah. Wow, excellent. kicked it over the fence or something. Eight. To Canada. <laughs> to Canada. <laughs> and yet he way. didn't get signed up to the Wales national <laughs> yeah. team. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Um, 8, 12, 15. We're looking for those royal connections. We had Carol on. She managed to wrestle a videotape away from Sarah Ferguson, which makes our screening that she is attending by royal appointment. But there must be other connections out there. Matt, have you ever... No? You don't, you're not a big... You don't want no, to talk about it, do you? I can live without them, thanks. Just got, okay. I did once broadcast from the Garden of Buckingham Palace, though. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's quite nice. Very nice. Is it nice back there? I've never been. It's lovely, yeah, yeah. It's a nice garden. It's nice to get a look around. Lovely. Thank you, Alan Titchmarsh. Back to the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Emma, Glenn, any, anything by royal appointment? Yeah, my um, sister was dancing in a show and um, William and Kate went to meet them backstage, which effectively makes me a member of the royal family. Well, there you go. And you're coming to the screenings. So this is working perfectly. Glenn? I've got nothing. Nothing. You can't nothing. come. You can't come. 
I'm so sorry. You know, yes, that's all right. Do you want to make, do you no make something up? Or? No. no I sound like I'm in the royal family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're the most regal of us all. This is, this is a crime. No, you're no right. connection. And you're clean shaven. It's a joke. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. So we've rented a copy of Point Break from the last blockbuster video on Earth. An assistant manager of that branch is flying it over thanks to our dear friends at Wix. And we're going to be putting on a screening. And we'd like it to be by royal appointment. Already, we have Carol, who wrestled a copy of Groundhog Day on videotape out of Sarah Ferguson's hands. We have Davy, who gave Prince Harry his ball back. Yeah. And now joining us on line one, we have Mel. Good morning to you, Mel. Morning. Morning, guys. Lovely morning. having you on the show. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us. How, by attending our screening, will it be by royal appointment, Mel? Um, so I met, um, bumped into Princess Kate at WH Smith on the Knotsford services on the M6. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Oh, wow. Kate Middleton in a WH Smith in the Knotsford services on the M6 Whoa. with the candlestick. <laughs> <laughs> what, was, what, what was going on? How did you see her? Well, um, so I was on a trip with my students and we'd stopped for a pit stop. We'd been on a field trip to Anglesey and we're on our way home. And they came running out the toilets going, Princess Kate is in the toilets. And I was like, yeah, pull the other one. It's not April Fool's Day anymore. And um, lo and behold, she walked past. Um, my colleague tried to go and check it was her, only to be turned around by her minder and told to go away. Uh, <laughs> and wow. then I went into buy some stuff and she was buying, lo- it looked like lots of sandwiches and stuff for her and her her um, security guards, you know, oh, and she was wow. very friendly, chatting to the chatting to the staff, said hello. Wow, very did nice. she buy the discounted chocolate <laughs> at the till? <laughs> I think she had meal deals. Oh, did she? Did Sensible. she? Mm, it doesn't, it yeah. doesn't matter who you are. If you can get a Heat magazine, a Ribena and a packet of soft mints for a pound, <laughs> you're in. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, are exactly, in. Yeah. Um, well, Mel, would you please do us the great honour of coming to the screening to make it all royal? Sorry, uh, my reception dropped out then. I didn't hear you. No problem. Would you please come to the screening? It'd be lovely to meet you in person. Oh, yeah, I'd love to. Thank you very much. Thank, yes. No, thank you, Mel. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Have a lovely day. OK, thank you. So there we go. It is now not just a screening. It is a royal screening. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, home of the social ammo. Matt Dyson, Mm -hmm. what do we need to know? Some of the trending topics this morning, uh, a petition calling for a a statue of Philip Schofield to be erected in Plymouth is uh, getting a lot of traction. We went down a little bit of a Philip Schofield wormhole on this one, haven't we? Yes, uh, they want a stone statue. Uh, Change.org is where you'll find the petition. It's got about eight signatures so far. Um, (laughs) People want to say, uh, the person that's organised the the petition has said that no one has done more to put Plymouth on the map than Philip Schofield. Everyone knows he started his career age 15 at the local hospital radio there. Everyone knows that, don't they? (laughs) You is he actually, from Plymouth? Well, no, this, this is, is the, it. This, this is, is the it. issue. Because obviously, <laughs> yeah. Philip Schofield is wildly popular and he deserves a statue, I'm sure, for his, mm. his, his work on daytime television alone. But not necessarily in Plymouth. Because, good question, journalistic Emma, 
He's not from Plymouth. You thought he was from New Zealand. He spent some time in New Zealand. I as thought a child, he was a Kiwi, yeah. which which had obviously stuck with you. He was born in Oldham. He grew up in Newquay in Cornwall. Then he did his stint on hospital radio as a fifteen-year-old boy in Plymouth. Granted, never lived there. And at nineteen, he moved with his family to New Zealand, where he uh, presented a youth TV music program called Shazam. Yeah. In nineteen eighty-two, ahead of its time. I couldn't even stream it then. I knew I was missing out <laughs> yeah. on something amazing. Shazam, and then he came back to the UK. 1985 uh, to uh, become a continuity presenter on children's BBC. Oh, he was great. And the rest it, is him, him singing along to Ulysses is one yeah. of those things. That, <laughs> let me put, let me take my millennial hat off again and put on my actual age. Hat. <laughs> uh, it was one of my favourite things to look forward to in the yeah. broom cupboard. But do Plymouth? Do we think Plymouth have the right to have a statue of the great Philip Schofield? If all he did was some hospital radio, I think there. to be fair, if he <laughs> commuted from Newquay to Plymouth just yeah. to do hospital radio, they deserve it. He should well, have a statue in Newquay as well. It should be in both places. Yes. Point A and B. Everywhere should have their own Schofield statue. And eight signatures so far. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure it will be added to after after that. Eight's, yeah. the, eight's the worst number he can be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know why, but eight's, eight's worse than six. <laughs> How have we even heard about this then? How has it gained enough traction? <laughs> Matt's one of those signatures. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just a little. Something I'm quite into, yeah. Uh, Emma Jones has just sent a great picture to the uh, Breakfast Show WhatsApp group. Uh, this is from one of your friends in Cardiff, uh, Emma, of a, a picture of a, a very detailed buffet at uh, the University of Cardiff where they felt the need to label a bowl of crisps. Yeah, and the label <laughs> says um, a bowl of crisps. <laughs> <laughs> is there any open brackets with a flavour? or no flavour, no. So existential, isn't it? Yeah, it's I a glass can... bowl as well, so you can literally you see, can see what's see inside. It is, yeah. But they just label everything at the buffet table and they thought, we need to say what this is. A collection of forks. <laughs> yeah, a smattering yeah. of knives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because before that, anyone's going up and going, ah, biscuits. Yeah. <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> Might eat them by accident. <laughs> and then uh, a lot of people reminiscing about the career of Louis van Gaal, the former Manchester United manager who has re- announced his retirement today at the age of 67. Uh, and uh, there was one particular memory that I remember doing quite a bit well on social at the time where he was in charge of Manchester United and started singing uh, a chant about himself uh, while signing <laughs> autographs for fans. It was it's one of my favourite bits of football audio. Come on, Louis, can we have one from you? Louis van Gaal's Red Army. Louis van Gaal's Red Army! He sounds like a maniac. Uh, <laughs> Come on, Louis, can we have one from you? Louis van Gaal's Red Army. Louis van Gaal's Red Army! It's like in the Goonies. Dave, sing a song about yourself. I'm my I'm a sentence! It's amazing, isn't it? Wow, Matt. a dog tries to talk. Oh, Britain's got talent. Oh, no, no, Simon, uh, we, we have to... Uh, say, say hello to Simon. Woof, woof. Say hello to Simon. <laughs> and he turns out he just put some peanut butter in his mouth. Oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. OK, so that's anyway. <laughs> so there you go. That's uh, the social ammo. I've been down pit to mind the socials. Now your work-based chat will stand out from the yokels. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Something very special this way cometh on Saturday morning. Because this Saturday morning, right here on Absolute Radio, Frank Skinner is going to be live for ten consecutive hours. As he celebrates a decade of being here at the station. Wow. So what he's gonna start his show as normal, always a brilliant listen, yeah. eight AM. 
him and the guys. Then he's going to stay on with some special guests and he's going to host everyone else's show with them. And this involves you, Matt, because, of course, 10 hours from 8am means he's going to be doing rock and roll football. Oh, yeah. What an honour. Yeah. Frank Skinner's going to be, gonna be rock and roll football this Saturday. unbelievable. The week that West Brom decide to, for some bizarre reason, sack their manager as yeah, well. even though they're, like, fourth in the table and in the playoff positions, they Insane. still sack their manager. So we'll obviously be going big on uh, Brentford against West Brom. That'll be a huge game for us to focus on. And then, on as Saturday. well, this is the stuff Radio Dreams are made of. Frank Skinner's going to be co-hosting the Indie Disco. Oh, yes. Uh, that's right, we're celebrating Frank Skinner's 10 years at Absolute Radio from 8am on Saturday morning, not to be missed. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It is wordplay time. Oh, yes, it is. And we've taken inspiration today from the movies, the world of film, and dogs, Mm. because... Dogs have been a bit of a theme of the show today. Mm. Um, We started the show, as we are every weekday morning, live from six, uh, with an inquiry from a dear listener, which led us to talking about who's the best dog of all time, and including uh, episode 1,254 of Neighbours, which was entirely uh, from Bouncer the Dog's perspective and his dreamscape. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that was, say, 6am. Just half an hour ago, we realised that Louis van Gaal, who retires today from football management, singing uh, Louis van Gaal's Red Army, sounds like a dog that's hoping to win Britain's Got Talent by speaking (laughs) to Simon Cowell. Here we go. (laughs) 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 So it's dogs and the movies. Who's a good last boy scout? Oh, yes. Who's a good last boy scout? Yes, nice. Dirty Rottweiler scoundrels. Nice. Oh, yeah. oh, okay, nice. thank you, thank you. Stop or my pedigree chum will shoot. Oh, oh. nice. Thanks, mate. Thank you. What Very you got? Good. Uh, Walkies the line, uh, <laughs> the wicker Doberman, and uh, Snow White dog poo and the Seven Dwarfs. <laughs> <laughs> don't see it anymore, do you? Oh, don't, don't say that on radio. Come on. Come now. on. I, plus, I saw something the other day. No, I did. I saw, and I, the, my first thought was spring like, has arrived. Yes. <laughs> Spring has arrived. I know I felt great. There was a spring in my step. Um, but I thought, oh, at last, we don't have to talk about that anymore. Bad, <laughs> we can. Um, Emma Jones, what you got? A Pug's Life. Very good. Oh. Jurassic Bark. Ooh, and nice. Chow Chow to lose a guy in 10 days. <laughs> Glenn. Uh, Thor Wagnarok. Um, sorry about this. Spade in Manhattan. And um, oh. Wallace and Gromit, the wrong schnauzers. Oh. <laughs> a double whammy of sorts. Very good. Pomerain, Ian Mann. From Andy and the team in Devon. Coyote Pugly. <laughs> From Giddings on Twitter. Hello, Giddings. Nanny McFlee. Oh, <laughs> nice. That one's from Gil. Keep them coming. It's movies and dogs. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Today, it was dogs versus the movies. If you're just joining us, it was dogs because, well, this is Louis van Gaal singing his own chant in front of fans when he was manager of Manchester United. He's retired today. He does sound like a talking dog. <laughs> just to put this into context for you one more time. Come on, Louis, can we have one from you? Louis van Gaal's Red Army. Louis van Gaal's Red Army! Or, I have my worst... Is that... Is that just a Dutchman doing an impression of a Mancunian? Ah, you think that's what it is? You know when Steve McLaren went, yeah, sort of thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe that's Lou Van Hull getting revenge. I think he gave up consonants yeah. for Len. <laughs> 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 that could be on Countdown, couldn't it? Um, yeah. One from the bottom. <laughs> come on, D, come on. <laughs> anyway, we're smashing together dogs and films. 
the Lion King Charles Spaniel from Graham in Hull. Lovely. The Bigler Bow Wow Wow Owski. That's amazing. From Mark on Twitter. <laughs> Along came Collie from Nearly and Weatherby. Oh. Mary Puppins from Richard. <laughs> the Bonio yeah. Collector is oh. great work from Adrian. K nine and a half weeks from little Jason. <laughs> hey, little Jason. And from here, boy, to eternity. Oh, nice. Thank you very much indeed. Matt Dice, what have you got going over there? Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Bone. Winnie the Pooper Scooper from Paul Roden. Uh, Zoe's gone for Labra Sliding Doors. Wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mark's gone for Black Panther. And <laughs> quite a few people are going for Rhodesian Ridgeback Mountain, including Dan from Barking. And Kate in Newport's gone for I Spaniel Blake. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic work, everybody. The Daily Smash will be back tomorrow. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. That's it. Farewell, darlings. Until tomorrow at 6am, when we shall return. And now all we must do is name the Daily Podcast. And my goodness, I'm just looking through some of the suggestions here. Lassie was a fake, a charlatan. (laughs) That's Matt Dyson's opinion. (laughs) Early morning dog chat, yeah. (laughs) I'll get on a splash of ginge. <laughs> that sounds weird. Out of context. That was about, that was about Cheltenham. Yeah. That's a horse, isn't yeah, it? A, a splash horse, of ginge. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't matter what you do in every radio DJ's career, you will find yourself asking the question, who's the best dog? Yeah, you will. <laughs> that was me this morning. Uh, Debbie in Derby apologising for her dirty dishes to a very attractive <laughs> gas man. <laughs> so they're the options, and just uh, some of them. Yeah. However... Well, we're not going to name the podcast now. We're going to do that thing where we bury the title of the podcast inside the podcast Ooh. bonus material. Yes, we are, because Matt Dyson just said something that lends itself perfectly to today's broadcast. It ties up all the loose ends. In it encapsulates everything we did in just, well, actually three words, including oh, the. Yeah. yeah, it does, yeah. And the only way you're going to find out what those three words are is by downloading the daily podcast. You can get it from all the usual places. We'll be back tomorrow at 6am. Thank you ever so much for tuning in. Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.